Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Culture Club and we're talking about gaming accessories. Here's a question. What is your go-to gaming accessory? For me... It's the gaming chair, right? Because you want to sit in comfort. Well, over the last two decades, uh, gaming chairs have evolved. They don't, if initially, it was considered a bit of a novelty. Now, it seems to be quite mainstream. And that's largely due to the immense popularity of some of the brands, how well-received these gaming versions of office chairs have proven to be with the public. Um, now, High-end gaming chairs often come with a heavy price tag. Yet, there is one company that's trying to change the status quo. They want to make gaming chairs more accessible. I'm talking about gaming chair maker TT Racing. They've served more than 300,000 customers, sold about 15,000 chairs per month, and it shows that comfort doesn't have to mean you're breaking the bank. Online with me this uh, evening is Henry Ting, who's the founder and CEO of TT Racing. Henry, good afternoon. Happy New Year to you. Hey, Elliot, thanks for having me. Uh, I've seen the brand around, uh, TT Racing. You guys have been around, I believe, since 2016. Tell us a little right. bit about some of your more popular products. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, since uh, 2016, it has been about eight years now. Of course, for TT Racing right now, it's not just gaming chairs. We also expanded into the tightest, um, the smart desk and also ergo chairs. But gaming chairs, uh, it's, it's, it's still one of the main uh, products for us. And uh, some of the more popular ones I think you can find in, in Singapore is uh, the Dual V3 model, uh, Swiftx Pro, SurgeX, you know, there's all, all these three models are the more popular ones for TV racing. Henry, it usually starts off with a personal interest, so uh, are you a gamer yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was a pretty avid gamer back then. Uh, I think, you know, when, when I was studying in my secondary school, I used to play games all day and all night. And then that, that, that was when I developed an interest in, in the gaming industry. Wow. Living the dream right there. How do, you, how do you find inspiration for your designs or is it really up to your team? So I personally get very involved in terms of designing a product. I think that is where I like to spend most of my time in. But definitely, you know, as the company goes bigger and bigger, that, that will be a um, you know, different team that will be involved with the entire product design uh, process. But I still get to oversee yeah, the entire thing. Let's talk a little bit about how you've built TT Racing and some of the challenges you've uh, had to face. Um, what are your thoughts on this whole shift towards remote work, hybrid arrangements? That Did that give you give the brand a bit of a, a boost in 2020? Where are you guys at right now? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think the shift towards uh, remote work, it really opened up a sort of very unique window for us. And, and, and when everyone started working from home, I think it was like all the stars aligned. <laughs> and then suddenly there was this massive untapped market of professionals and, and, and gamers, and they're all looking to create a functional and comfortable workspace. And um, basically everyone needed what we were passionate about when, uh, when, when the pandemic hit. It was all about comfort, productivity, and, and style. And, and I, I think that this shift wasn't just good for, for business. It was also good for our core mission, which is to make economic comfort accessible uh, beyond just gamers. Mm. Henry, where are you guys at right now? I mean, are people still considering your chairs because they have a high need to work from home? Or perhaps uh, offices are the ones considering it? 
Well, I think the good thing about uh, for us is that you know we we are we expanded to just more than just gamers. So basically, right now, and and especially when when we have expanded product line to Ergo Chair, uh, we are able to cater to a much bigger uh, uh, spectrum of the market. That not just gamers, but you know, office people, they would they they have options right now to go for our gaming chairs or the Ergo Chair. So yeah, so I would say that you know, basically anyone who needed a chair, a good chair that they can sit on for six to eight hours, you know, TT Racing will come to mind. I mean, it's great to be able to talk about this and and how certain things have caused the stars to align. But I'm sure this is something you face. Now, I, I don't want to mention other brand names, but there are a lot of these gaming chair brands out there. Uh, how do you deal with these challenges? How do you constantly keep that narrative that TT Racing is the go-to gaming chair? Well, I think it's kind of different. I think consumers nowadays, they are looking for products that offer both comfort and style. I think it, it, the shift towards product, it, it, it's, it's just not just about the functional purpose anymore, but also a product that resonates on a personal level. So they want something that reflects their personality and, and really fits seamlessly into their homes. And they also need to know what goes behind the product and the brand and, and that allows them to sort of connect at a higher level outside of just like functions and specs of a product. So I think that has been working very well for, for TT Racing because we have been a giving chair brand for the past eight years. That, has a, that, that is a lot of story that goes behind how we build a product and why and, and why do we do it this way? And, and we get a very loyal fan base and we, we have a lot of advocates for, for the brand. And ultimately, I think these are the things that make us stand out. Uh, Henry, I want to talk to you about your success as an entrepreneur. You were recognized uh, Forbes 30 under 30 in the year 2022, Prestige 40 under 40 year 2023, EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2021. Uh, you were Malaysia's top nominee. I will never make any of this list because of my age. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm reading that you came, you grew up a middle-class family in Ipoh, and now you are quite the entrepreneur. Uh, tell me a little bit about this journey. Where where did that influence come from? Or was there a trigger from personal experience? Yeah, I think, you know, growing up in Ipoh was, was really like my first step in um, my entrepreneurial journey without even knowing it. Because, you know, you have to make the most out of what you have. And, and you don't really get to find a lot of like traditional resources or guidance to be helpful to building a gaming chair company. Yeah. So I, th- I think that was quite, um, but, but I think, you know, after the, the, the lack of this roadmap was actually quite um, important. And that it really taught me to, you know, to think and really think about your own vision and to stick to it. And with that, you are free to innovate and really be able to trust in your own visions. And, and that's something that I come to see as really invaluable. Yeah, it really gave me the opportunity to listen to my own voice above all others. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I think that that's the voice that, that truly matters. What, what, yeah. what, what comes to mind if I were to ask how, how you have to overcome challenges? I mean, sure, I'm, take for example, starting up TT Racing. I'm sure there were some challenges that came along with that. What was the one factor in your personality you think helped you to overcome those challenges? Well, I think, um, yeah, definitely. I think TT Racing... When we first started TT Racing, it was really, really tough. It felt like we were constantly hitting barriers. And, and, and I think, realistically speaking, it was pretty challenging to break through like a market that didn't even know that it needed us yet. But I think what really mattered ultimately is that it's a vision that some 
at some point in the future, this will become like a household item. Mm. But I didn't know when, but I believe that this will come for sure because more people are, are spending more time sitting in, 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 uh, in the chair than you know, sleeping uh, in a bed. Mm. Um, I believe that that day will come. But the prerequisite now is that we have to be laser focused in, 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 in innovation and with affordability in mind because that is what the brand stood for. Uh, that was non-negotiable for us. And I think, you know, with persistence, that, that eventually paid off. Mm. Personality aside, uh, Henry, what about your time in, in NTU? I mean, it's quite a it's quite an interesting university, constantly developing new programs. Yeah. I mean, they, they're coming up with uh, a whole series of uh, different, uh, in fact, eight other new interdisciplinary degree programs on offer this year. One of it being an accountancy degree program in sustainability. Did NTU teach you anything to, to, to build these skills? Yeah. It was wonderful times, you know, and at NTU, I think the real game changer for me was the people. Uh-huh. Um, I think I, I was really surrounded by really, really smart and, and dedicated uh, people. And those are the kind of people that you want if you're being, being in the, you know, put in a very tough spot and the kind of test that really tests you to the limit. You want the people beside you. And I think that the, the kind of experience that I had in, in NTU showed me, like, what are the people that I need to look for when I was building my team? Yeah, those people that can, can share the vision, but can also you know, do the dirty work and you know, push through challenges with a lot of determination and, and, and intelligence. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a big takeaway. Bring up a really good point. You know, it's about surrounding yourself with the right kind of people, like-minded people, uh, and people to yeah, push you absolutely. forward as well. I mean, you are who you mix with. Uh, I do wonder, Henry, if you can help me out with this without bias, what makes a good gaming chair? <laughs> Well, I think, you know, gaming chair or any other chair uh, on a personal level, it has to be, be able to sort of be able to customize your own body. So mm. I would say that a good customizable chair would be a good starting point. Of course, you know, there are, there are different chairs that are able to do that. And that is what, you know, we, we, we research on a day-to-day basis. How do we make one particular product that fits majority of the people, right? And as, um, I think one of the very good examples that we have is the latest launch of our Swedex Pro that, you know, we have many, many different kind of customize, uh, customization for different users. And, you know, whether you are 150 centimeter to, you know, 60, like 180, you know, that chair can fit you. And I think ultimately you want to have something like that, not just that it's good for one particular person, but it's not good for the other one. And, and that comes down to customizability. I think, you know, this is, uh, this is something that we have been researching and doing on a day-to-day basis to make sure that we are able to cater to everyone and not just for one particular user. Yeah. Mm. And you've got presence in Singapore, Malaysia, the Philippines. Uh, how crucial is, how should I say, so-called selling a gaming chair via social media? And, and I bring that up simply because the markets that you're in, there's quite a high social media presence, social media users as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think definitely social media for, you know, a product like gaming chair is definitely quite crucial mm. because this is not a, like a typical product that you will walk into a store and, and, and make yeah. a purchase, right? Yeah. You will need to be able to, you need to be, stay relevant and, and be always, you know, show yourself in front of other people and really spike the kind of interest in the, the, the audience uh, and make them, you know, study about your brand and why do they need your yeah. product. Then, you know, and then ultimately become a customer and maybe an advocate for the brand. 
Um, so I would say it's, it's quite crucial to be on social media, but also I think more importantly, not just be on social media, but really understand what your brand stands for and what your audience really want to see out, out from you. Yeah, that takes a, quite a lot of understanding, knowing your customer, uh, as they say. Uh, just very quickly, uh, Henry, um, any other new products you could share with us? What else is in the works? <laughs> yeah, we have... Uh, quite uh, a few major products in 2024. I would say stay tuned to new, you know, ergo chairs that we have for 2024. For gaming chair, we will have new licensed products. I probably, I shouldn't disclose right now, but definitely find more. I think in the next one or two months, we'll see a lot of exciting new products from us. I suppose that's uh, one way to market uh, by teasing the audience. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I've been speaking with Henry Ting, who's the founder and CEO of TT Racing. Henry, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Thursday. Thank you very much, Elliot. Thank you very much. Thanks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.